much you're thankful. That it doesn't stop here. Amen. It doesn't stop here. We're thankful for the truth of God's word. That even at the end of this natural life, we have hope. Because we have an eternal life with Jesus Christ. When this, when this song says, get up out of that grave, we have something to live for. You know, prior to coming to the knowledge of the truth, you would think that you have to party and do what we in the world at the time when I was living in the world called have fun and then die and it's all over. But man, I'm glad I'm in the house of God and living according to the word of God. I have hope. You have hope. We have hope in the word of God. We have an eternal life with Jesus Christ. That's something to live for. We can get up out of that worldly grave and live for the Lord. Amen. At this time, we want to prepare for our offering. Uh, we want to prepare to uh, give you our uh, announcements for this week. We do have, uh, after the 11 o'clock service, we'll be having a Thanksgiving meal. For those of you that are here in this service, please come back. Uh, after that service, we'll be uh, serving. During that, that meal, our youth will start serving. We want to remind our leaders, uh, let's go in and help out and replace the youth and, uh, and help out with serving that Thanksgiving meal uh, after our 11 o'clock service. We do have a baptism after the service today, so stick around. We'll be uh, baptizing Amen. the largest family in Jesus' name, so we want to stick around for that. Midweek service. We want to be reminded that during uh, this upcoming week, as you spend time with your families, that uh, you celebrate with your families, we will not have a Tuesday midweek service here uh, collectively. So spend that time with your family. Uh, spend time in thanksgiving and giving thanks before the Lord. Thanks for those that you're in fellowship with in your family. Amen. Let us stand and go before the Lord in prayer. The next voice you'll hear is that of Sister Crystal Irving. She'll be bringing our word this morning. We know that the Lord has anointed her for this particular service and for what she has for our ears from the Lord. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you so much. We magnify the name of Jesus. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And that is the name of Jesus. Everything that we need is in you, Lord God. Oh God, our hearts and minds are changed because of you. And for that, we give you thanks. We ask that you bless the offering today, Lord God. Bless those that have it to give and those that don't, oh Lord God. Oh God, as one of the saints was encouraging me and even herself coming into the service today, Lord, in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, all things work together for good to them that are called according to your purpose, oh Lord God. Oh God, and we ask, oh Lord, for those that feel that when they walked in, something bad was happening. 
Lord, help them to realize that all things, whether good or bad, work together for good because we love you and we are the called according to your purpose. Bless us today, Lord God. Bless this offering. Bless your word. We ask it in Jesus' name. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor's coming in with the offering bag. Amen. At this time, we, we're going to take up, we're going to uh, give in tithes and offering. Uh, please come, if you would, stand with me. I apologize for having you seated. <laughs> we prayed over the offering at this time. Please come and give in the offering. And after that, we'll hear from Sister Crystal. Amen. Sister Crystal uh, is anointed. At times she doesn't know this, but a lot, a lot of my patients, uh, we, we work a job that uh, we both know some of the same patients. And many times they don't know that I know her because of our jobs and what we do. We're continuously considering uh, our patients' confidentiality. And so for that, we don't even let them know we know each other. Uh, but oftentimes they will bring up that uh, lady that's uh, a Christian and lives for the Lord, how she encourages them. And she does that in our jails and prisons also, in our prayer meetings, in preaching the word, in her worship before the Lord. Uh, we know that when an individual brings forth the word of God that way, it is the life they live. It's not what they do. And so we're going to hear from Sister Crystal this morning. We ask, let's give a, a hearty praise before the Lord, lifting him up, magnifying him. We're going to ask Sister Crystal to come Amen. preach the word of the Lord this morning. Lord, I just want to thank you. Put your hands together. Lord, I just want to thank you. I know somebody knows that song. Lord, I just want to thank you. Lord, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being so good to me. So good to me. Let's say that again. Oh, Lord, I just want to thank you. Are you thankful this morning? Lord, I Just for 
And it says here, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because, why? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater, greater, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You may be seated. And so Jesus further said, we're going to continue in the word. He further said in 1 John, Five and four, he talked about uh, everyone that overcometh is born of God. Whatsoever is born of God, he said, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Now to overcome something, overcoming I want to let you know it's not a, a super spiritual ability. It comes from a quality of endurance. Once you learn how to endure things and don't give up so easy, you hold your faith to the very end. You're going to overcome. And actually, you are overcoming. So overcoming means to succeed in dealing with a problem or a difficulty. Some of the synonyms of overcoming is to conquer, to defeat, to prevail over, to bring under control, I love it, to overpower and to get the better of, hallelujah. So we have, you know, in the athletic world, people that look to overcome, they look to overcome other people. Even in, I thought about arm wrestling the whole time I was studying for this word. And if you were to arm wrestle somebody, uh, it could be someone that looks weaker than the other one, but it doesn't mean they're going to win. Right. They, they might be somebody that doesn't, you know, they're not even competitive, but they have strength and they know how. They have technique and they know how to overcome their opponent. And that's how you and I have to be. We need to know how to overcome. We need to walk in a way that we know that God has already given us the victory. He's already caused you to win. He causes us, the Bible says, to triumph. My God, my God. He causes you to triumph. You don't even have to try. So Jesus said that he overcame the world, and so we can overcome the world. And I begin to think about, well, when did Jesus actually overcome? When did he, was it at Calvary? Was it once he was resurrected from the dead and said, behold, I have all power in my hand? Was it when he was in the garden? What place was it that Jesus overcame? I want to let you know he overcame in every place. Hey, and that's how you have to be. Don't wait until the biggest trial of your life and then try to overcome. No athlete uh, trains for the big uh, thing and then all the other time just be lazy and eat potato chips and sit on the couch. But they have to be training all the time. They have to build up that strength and that character and that winning mindset. If you don't have a winning mindset, then you got a defeated mindset. But you got to let yourself know that I am who God says I am, 
He gave me power when he gave me the Holy Ghost. He gave me power and authority that I would tread on serpents and nothing by any means shall hurt or harm me. Sometimes we need to read the scripture out loud so we can receive it ourselves. Put it in the atmosphere so you can receive what God has said about you and what God is saying you can do. He said you can do all things. So let's talk about what we might need to overcome. We might need to overcome a habit. Let's be real. We might need to overcome guilt, anger, fear. That's a big one for all of us. Depressive mood, evil communication. And that's not just profane talking, that's gossiping. That's evil too. Profane thinking, a wayward spirit. We've got to make sure that none of these things that's against God lives in us because we want to overcome it. We want, can I stop on my own? I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That's what the word says I can do. And what I can do is fill myself up with the word of God. Fast and pray that devil away. Fast and pray that demon away. Fast and pray all of these things that stand in our way and resist the devil, the Bible says. And he will what? He'll flee from you. But if I'm not resisting, then I'm just letting it happen. But he said, after you resist, then do something else. Draw nigh to God. I said, draw nigh to God. You got a secret place to go to. You can hide in his pavilion. Hallelujah. There is a safe place for the saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. And so, you got to know how to wait. I'm going to read the characteristics of an overcomer. Because sometimes when we're overcoming things, it does not look like we're winning fast enough. Can anybody help me? It looks like that God is not listening. It feels like God's got something against me. It feels like God has no intention of delivering me. Can I get a witness? But an overcomer knows how to wait because all seasons have their reason. An overcomer can never fail. He can only quit. Listen, listen. An overcomer is an amazement to the world and a door prize to God. An overcomer is a long distance runner. Jesus, you can't stop when you get tired. You can't stop because you feel defeated. You gotta keep on going on. That's how you overcome. Because you gotta get over the tiredness. If you run long enough, then after a while you hit your second win. And you're able to keep on running. That's how you got to do with this salvation. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anybody keep you from running on. Running this race. Because the Bible says there is a prize at the end. And then the Spirit of God helps us. You know, the Bible talks about a lot about the Spirit of God and what it can do for us. And it can help our infirmities. Our infirmities are our weaknesses. So we don't have an excuse when it comes to God. He knows he's already endued us with enough power to overcome. 
So an overcomer, I said, a long distance runner, and he paces himself through eternity. An overcomer wastes nothing. Even his mistakes are custom made for kingdom growth. Did you hear what I said? Even your mistakes, even somebody else's mistakes that influence your life, hallelujah, can be custom made. Mean God ordained, God designed, so that you can be able to catapult to a place that you can go if you went on a 40 day fast. You know, God rewards faithfulness. God rewards endurance. God looks at endurance like, yes, that's my child. God cheers us on when we're enduring and it seems like we have no reason to endure. We have no reason to smile. We have no reason to keep going. But God is right there and he's cheering you on until the finish line. Hallelujah. In fact, he's waiting at the finish line for you. He's looking for you to make it. He's not expecting failure. He's expecting triumph. He's expecting victory. And so that's why I said your trials, your troubles, all of these things that come about, guess what? The custom made. Jesus didn't ask for it. Hey, but they custom made. Didn't expect it, never saw it coming. But it's custom made to make you what God wants you to be. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody ever went through anything and you didn't expect it, you were looking for it. Oh, God. But the Lord knew it was coming. And he equipped you for it. That's why prayer is so important. So that we don't always look to our own strength to get us through. Not by power, see. It's not by all of that, but it's by the Spirit of God. Jesus declared in Matthew 28 and 18 that all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. He declared in Revelations 1 and 18 that he has the keys to hell and death. Ooh, that's some power right there. But you know what? Jesus did not have to fight for these keys. He just took them. Why? Because he was in a place of overcoming. There's some things you got to take by force. And it's because now you are an overcomer. Now you've gotten beyond the surface of I'm just a believer. Or when things are going right, I trust God. But when things are going wrong, I'm not going to church. I'm not going to even talk about God. And in fact, I'm going back to my worldly music because the Lord ain't helping me. That's how we get, you know, we turn and we spin on God. But the Bible says he never changes on us. He always is the same. So he had these keys, see, to death, hell, and we say the grave. But what really happened, he had the keys when he became an overcomer, even in the garden. Because why? It was in the garden, in a place of suffering. That Jesus said and declared, not my will, but thine be done. When you can overcome your will, you're getting ready to go somewhere. You are just becoming an overcomer. You're learning how to become.
anymore. You put yourself behind yourself and God is first. As long as you first, you haven't overcome. You got to let him be first. You got to declare his glory in your life. And so, even uh, in Matthew 4, uh, I'll just reference it because we got to move on. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. How many are familiar with that scripture? He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says after that, he became hungry. After he fasted, he had grace because remember, he didn't fast as God. He fasted as a man when he was on this earth. He, he fasted. He, everything he did, he did it as a man. And he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And it says he returned in the power of the Spirit after that fast. Uh, but, I say but, Jesus still had things to conquer. And so do you. You might be able to overcome your flesh. You might be able to say no to some things. Right. But I want to let you know you will have to conquer yes. the devil. Yes. Because yes. we have an enemy in our lives. that He's not looking just to uh, take you out of the church. He's looking to take you out, period. And you've got to be aware of that. Right. This salvation that we all claim is not casual. Right, right. See, we have to gird up our loins. We have to be aware. We have to be alert. We have to always be about our father's business. And so Jesus, yeah, he he he, he got the victory over the flesh, but then he had to conquer and overcome the devil. Right, right. My God, my God. And he did it with the word of God. Yes. Because he was able to tell him. Every time he tried to tempt him, how many ever been through any type of temptation? Okay. Any type of temptation that you might go through, you gotta once and for all say no if you plan to overcome. If you don't plan to overcome, you'll play with it. You'll justify. Oh, it's all right. Just one more time. You know, I can I can go here. I can do that, and nobody gonna see me. But when you're looking to overcome the devil, you got to look him straight in the eye and let him know what the word of God says. And you got to believe it yourself. And so Jesus declared to the devil, get thee behind me, Satan. Hallelujah. He had to let him know you are not, you don't owe me. You got to know you belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. You got to know that Jesus belongs to you. And you got to know that you are a sanctified vessel set apart for God's use. And because of that, it matters what my eyes see. It matters what my ears hear. It matters where my feet go. It matters what I uh, put myself in. I don't want to be in and around everything because I belong to Jesus. Glory to God. And he's preparing a vessel. What kind of vessel? It's up to you. The Bible talks about the different kinds of vessels. But you've got to be the type of vessel that God is going to live in. Going to dwell in. Hallelujah. Going to put his oil in. Glory to Jesus. 
And so you've got to be there where he wants you to be. So now that we know that Jesus didn't just win, he didn't just become an overcomer overnight. <laughs> then we know that as we go along in our journey, we are going, to, we are becoming. The Bible talks about son becoming sons of God. It don't appear, it does not yet appear what we shall be. Hallelujah. But when we see him, we're going to be just like him because we're going to see him as he is. But it's a becoming. It's a process. That's why every day of my salvation counts. Every day of my salvation matters. God is always looking and he's always waiting and he's ready to help me in my time of need. Let's read uh, Romans 12 and 21. This scripture Actually, Romans, I'm sorry, Revelation 21 and 7. I do have a lot of scriptures, but I can't go there. Revelation 21 and 7 is where we're going to go right now. He that overcometh. Somebody say that. He say it again. He that overcometh, he overcometh. shall do what? Shall and I will be his God. And he will be my son. Praise God. One more scripture here in Revelation 2 and 26. And then I'm going to put up something that lets you know what the benefits of overcoming brings to you. Revelation 2 and 26. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. That's mighty powerful. The nations represent the people, the people within the nations. God's authority is greater than any human authority. Many people think they got power and they have none. But the Lord gave us power over spirits. He gave us power that we may speak his word and it, something's going to change, something's going to happen. So to him that overcometh though, not to him that casually serves me and just, you know, loves me on certain days of the week, but other days is your day and we do what we want to do. But he said to him that overcometh, I'm going to give you something powerful there. That's a very powerful scripture that we can stand on. You got to keep his works, he said. And he's going to give you power over the nations. Now the benefits, there's some mighty, mighty benefits. Brother Steve, do you have it? If not, I'll just read it here. For those who overcome, I find out that God doesn't tell us to do something that he does not help us to do. And he even gives us some benefits along with it. Praise God. And it's the same as an overcomer. If you can't read it, I'll read it. To him that overcometh, it says in 2 and 7, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. To him that overcome, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one except 
who receives it. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, I just read it, I will give power over the nations. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God. The new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven, my God, hallelujah, and I will write on him my new name. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me on my throne. I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. That ought to make anybody want to overcome. That ought to make you want to not stay in any kind of stupor that you might be in right now. But you need to now declare, you need to look to the hills because that's where your help is. Hallelujah. You need to look to your help. You need to look to your present help. God is always present. He's always with you, whether you know it or feel it or not. God is always there. So if you're going to become an overcomer, you got to start right now. You got to walk with him daily. You got to look to him daily. He will give you daily bread. And I know that if anybody in here wants to overcome, he'll give you the power to do it. Did you hear me? He will give you the power to do it. Praise God. At this time, I just want you to stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. If you want that spirit of an overcomer, I want you to just come on up here to the altar, lifting your hands and reaching out to God and asking the Lord, God, help me. I want to become an overcomer. God, I'm tired of failing. I'm tired of not winning. I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of a defeated mindset. I'm tired, God, of the enemy winning battles. When you said, I am a conqueror and more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ, I said you can start right now. Yes, you can start right now winning. I said you can start right now not just winning but being a champion. You can champion in your salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's talk to God. Let's talk to him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, you shut up on the ascended of his Hey, Oshande. Have your way, oh God. Lord, with every soul that's here, God, let them have that here I am spirit before you. God, we come looking to you. We come asking of you. God, fill our cups. Fill it up. Lord, let there be mind renewals today. Hallelujah. God, let us have in our spirit, God, a mighty awakening and a shaking. Lord, never to give up. Never to give in. Always triumphing. Lord, because that's what you called us to do. Thank you, God. You're giving us, Lord, the spirit of a winner. 
the spirit of a champion. Hallelujah. The spirit of God to endure. Lord, you said in your word, he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. God, we want to be saved. God, we want the end of our salvation. Lord, not to be a failure. God, but we want to be saved. We want to conquer. God, we want to conquer. God, we want to conquer. You said we can run through troops, leap over a wall. How long? Give us the spirit of God, Lord, to be able to win. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Put it in our spirit. Hey, shake it Put it in our spirit today. Thank you, Lord. I win. Ah, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I want you to get that thing in your mind that has been a hindrance, that has been a barrier, that's been hard to conquer. Hey, put it before him. Put it before Jesus Christ. Nothing shall by any means hurt or harm you. You shall win. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus.
defeat us matter because we're overcomers. We're overcomers in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. At this time, we're preparing for baptism. If you all would come, come forward. George and Noelani are going to be baptized in Jesus' name. What a sweet family. Mama Cece, she's coming with them. She's going to witness them being baptized in Jesus' name this morning. Amen. I, when uh, Sister Cece first came, you all I haven't given them any instructions with you. Do it as we go. Yes, sir. Thank you. Sister Cece, when she first came here, to the church, she thought of the life she'd lived up to that point, and she began to discuss with us wanting to grow closer to God. And she asked, you know, what what are some things that I can do? And, and we made sure that she would be connected with some folks and uh, the Welcome to Life classes and that kind of thing. But more than that, we wanted to disciple also. We connected with them, and that gave us the opportunity, not knowing it at the time, to connect with George and Noelani. Uh, Noelani is her is uh, Sister Cece's daughter, and uh, George, her husband, they invited us to uh, their baby shower. And so that was our first opportunity to get to know their family, and also to eat some of that great Hawaiian cooking, old man. And uh, so nothing like food and fellowship to really prepare to disciple. So from that point, uh, George and uh, Noelani uh, reached out to me about some Bible study and some connection. Yes. Yes. And there's, there's nothing like real Bible study is more than just sitting in a room, you know, talking back and forth. But we got to know them. And they have testimonies. They have testimony. They have a ministry. And God is bringing them along. Uh, I'm so thankful that they shared their opportunity of life with me. Uh, and, and we're continuing to share that. We connect with uh, Noelani and, and with George and with Sister Cece. So today, George, Noelani, come. George.
whatever in life up to this point, oh Lord God. We've attempted on our own. Oh Lord, and we realize that we can't make it without you. As the word was brought forth today, it's not by our own power or might, but it's by your spirit that we're going to be able to make it into eternal life. And Lord, we just ask you right now, Lord God, anything that's not like you, anything, oh Lord God, that hinders our salvation, oh God, anything that may be awaiting us when we leave this building, we want a complete turnaround today, and we repent of it, Lord yes. God. Yes. Oh God, we know that when we turn around and we move towards you and away from this world, that through your spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost, you'll be able, oh Lord God, to strengthen us through your spirit. Oh God, we just ask right now for George and for Noelani, oh Lord God, as they pray, they pray this prayer of repentance. Increase in them, Lord God. Lord, fill them full of your spirit, Lord God. Oh God, guide their steps, oh Lord Jesus. Oh God, we would not hesitate to give you the praise, the glory, and honor that you are due. It is in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. George, upon the honest confession of yes, your faith. Yes. Your repentance of your sins. I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins.
They're expecting a beautiful baby. Praise God. Let's give him one more hand. He's worthy. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Sister Crystal, for preaching an amazing message. We are having a Thanksgiving meal after the 11 o'clock service, so to our 9.30 members, if you want to come back and eat or stay or whatever, you're more than welcome to. We'll probably be eating about 12.30, and uh, let's pray, and you can be dismissed. Father, we thank you for all you're doing. God, what you're doing in this church, and even specifically what you're doing in this 9.30 church. God, that you just continue to pour out your spirit that people's lives are changed, people continue to draw closer and closer to you, that your hand be upon each and every one of their lives. We give you praise. We give you honor. And God, I pray for safe travels for all those that are traveling and a wonderful Thanksgiving. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Go and be an overcomer in Jesus' name.